This is what's great about sport. This is what the greatest thing about sport is. You play to win the game. Hello? Broadcasting live from the 96.9 The Game Studio. It's time to go in the zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. We are live on 96.9 The Game, streaming everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You are in the zone. The show of the Orlando sports fan, your host, Brandon Kravitz, here along with Sweet Tea, Tyler Karen, and we've got you for the next three hours of high-energy sports talk radio. We'll take you right into the weekend. Text the show 50857. You can also hit us up on the iHeart Talkback. Just tap that microphone icon and fire away when you're listening on iHeartRadio. Coming up today, Allie from Sales is coming back to make NFL picks with us in 20 minutes because we are a mess, and she sets our minds right. We've got listener questions coming up at 420. And my Stone Cold Locks of the Week return at 5 p.m. I am so ready to get back on track. I need a bounce back in the worst way. I went a little hard in the paint last night. I was very excited. Coming off the heels of a magic victory, the first game of the year, the first win of the year. It was at home. The vibes were sky high. Tyler and I couldn't sleep after getting back home. Not together, but still happened and um so i went all out last night with the fam ordered papa john's and usually between the three of us mallory doesn't eat that much i'm pretty heavy eater my kid is is turning four in a couple of days so you know he'll have like a slice usually there's leftovers now last night we polished off that whole pizza whole pizza my kid had multiple slices mallory ate good i ate good And I did not know this, and this could be a total wives' tale, but 3 o'clock in the morning, so we all went to bed at a reasonable hour. No reason for this to happen. All three of us in the house last night popped up right around 3 o'clock in the morning. We all had bad dreams. All of us. And so I'm like, this is weird. Something spooky is going on. What do we all have in common? We ate way too much pizza with garlic crust and garlic dipping sauce. I'm going to look up on the internet to see if garlic gives you bad dreams. There's a whole Reddit thread about this. So I don't know if that's it, Reddit threads are not scientific, but these are conversations that have taken place. So who knew? So that's my message to you out there. You can get excited about these magic wins, but maybe take it easy on the garlic. Hop off the garlic crust. You can find <laughs> theories like that about Anything for anything. But come on, like what are the odds it, of that? It All is three spooky. of us. I give it to you. It is creeping up. Uh, Halloween just a couple days away, less than a week. It's spooky season in full effect, and I'm gonna go with coincidence. I am not a believer, hard believer in the. Oh, if you do this at this time, then this is gonna happen. I, I'm I mean, not. Fact, I can't hop on board. The fact that it happened to all of us is weird enough. The fact that we're all up at three o'clock in the morning. Not only did go back to sleep, but still, weird stuff. I blame the magic, but in the best way possible. Keep on winning. I'll keep on eating. I'll keep on having nightmares. And we'll just keep what, on rolling. Was it worth it? Yeah. Is the question. Okay, well, there you go. Absolutely. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you what happened. Very strange stuff in the Kravitz household. Maybe there's a ghost. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out on Halloween. All right, Bucks fans, you are not going to like this, uh, or maybe you will, but I'm going to say it either way, and you're going to digest it however you feel comfortable. 
It is time to move on from Baker Mayfield. We gave this thing the good old college try. We're eight weeks into the season now, and I think we know what this offense is with Baker Mayfield. Don't let the stats fool you. Don't just look at the box score. Yes, he was good in fantasy last night. Yes, I have him in a super flex league and wish I started him over Trevor Lawrence. These are different conversations that we are having here. Uh, there is nothing threatening about Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, in this Bucks offense. He's not the most accurate quarterback. He doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not elusive. Baker gets stuck dancing in the pocket more than any quarterback in the NFL. It drives me crazy when I watch him. The Bucks scored 18 points last night. That's okay. It's definitely not anything to write home about. But they had 10 late. And the only reason they were able to get into the end zone with that final touchdown they scored is because the Bills played prevent defense the whole way down the field. They wanted the Bucks to take the easy, cheap shot five yards from the line of scrimmage because the Bucks were eating up all this clock and they weren't able to mount a comeback. So they they almost let the Bucks score a touchdown in some ways with the way that they played defense at the end. Um, then you had the weird Hail Mary situation, but that aside, the Bucks mustered no offense. Their offense has gone completely flat. Baker Mayfield provides you with nothing special or spectacular. I'm not even saying that Kyle Trask is definitely going to provide an answer to that question, but I just know that Baker Mayfield isn't. We know what he is, and it's not all on him. Some of this is on coaching. I mean, Todd Todd Bowles is lost when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, and Dave Canales is a first-time offensive coordinator. So that's where I'm at. they got to shake it up. you got to go and see what you have in Kyle Trask. We've hit the we've hit a dead end with Baker Mayfield. You're going down the road nice. Now you're at the dead end. You just hit on all the continents of what there is to talk about in this game right there. So I'm going to try to do my best to focus in and go kind of piece by piece. Let's start with that last drive where the Bucks scored to backdoor cover. Well done. Thank I you. mean, oh, cover and the under. So okay, I, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling nice. So. If you're backdoor cover uh, or backdoor under covered with that last second um, touchdown to Mike Evans, not last second, but the the that touchdown to Mike Evans. You can backdoor and under, but you can backdoor and over. <laughs> you can backdoor and over. And I think if you got that cover, I think I should have gotten that over on the hail mary. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's talk about the game itself. Okay. That last drive leading that Mike Evans touchdown, you had a fourth down. Stop that got negated by illegal contact, yeah, and then another the one by a face mask. So the Bucks didn't convert on those fourth downs. Right, they were those were free with... yards that were gifted to them. So that did pad the stats to Baker a little bit. So true. I am glad that you brought up at the end there. I was going to get all over you if you went through that whole. It's time to move on for Baker spiel and didn't mention Kyle Trask. Probably isn't any better. Baker Mayfield. He couldn't. The expectations for Baker were fairly low coming into the season. Everyone knew this Bucks team probably wasn't going to be all that good. Now they've been on a real rough stretch over these last three or four weeks, but expectations-wise, the Bucks at three and four is anyone surprised? No, this is where we had. So I agree. What are we doing? What's the plan moving forward? Absolutely. Is Baker your franchise quarterback? Absolutely not. I don't think anyone within the Bucks organization, if they're being completely honest with themselves. Heading into the year, said we got the we got Baker Mayfield. Let, let's put a run to it. No, this was never going to be the Bucks' year. So, is is it time to move on? I wouldn't say no. Um, I agree with you. I think he is frantic inside the pocket. I think he does dance. He did 
uh, elude a tackle last night and pick up a nice first down on a, a sack in the backfield. So yeah, he did that. He, he, that was nice. He has some ability with his legs. He's not he, awful. He he's also, just not. He's just not getting you anywhere. No, definitely not. And he also has no time because he is dancing. But it's also because he's dancing on hot rocks. He's like, okay, <laughs> I have a second before I'm going to get pounded by a 300 pound nose tackle. You know. Yeah, I think there's, there's also the part of. The uh, Bucks on paper, I think people look at them and go, ooh, that's a fun offense. They have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. And, but he's at the end of the road. So he's still really good. Still really, really good. He's not washed yet. But he's not in his prime, either. Chris Godwin is overrated. Chris Godwin is the t- the the prototypical type of wide receiver that will look like a star with a star quarterback. Like, if he was on the Chiefs, he would be considered one of the best. Just like when he had Brady, it was like, ooh, Chris Godwin. Uh, he's not that guy. He's not going to. What I'm saying is, he's not the type of wide receiver. Like, Justin Jefferson elevates Kirk Cousins. Chris Godwin's not elevating Baker Mayfield. He needs a quarterback to elevate him, and then he can be activated. But outside of those two guys, so you have a past the prime Mike Evans and uh, needs to be elevated Chris Godwin, the rest of their offensive weapons could not start for 98% of the NFL. Even the Patriots would go, we're good. That's how bad the rest of those guys are. Rashad White, whatever these other scrub wide receivers are. So I am not trying to pin it all on Baker. This is not a Baker hate fest. It's just a, we already know what, we know what this is. You know, I, I roll through and get my kid a Happy Meal from McDonald's. It's been a long time because, you know, the last time I was into that, I was a kid myself. It's been many years. Now I'm rolling through. And they oftentimes you don't know what you're going to get. And uh, and there'll be like a little mystery box of the toy. And it's usually it's usually awful. Uh, but every once in a while it surprises you. Baker is the toy already opened. You know what it is. Kyle Trask is the toy in the box. That toy also probably sucks. But let's open it up and find out. That's all. That's where I'm at. I, I still think that Baker puts you in the best spot to win, and I, and I just went on about the expectations of this team, and they're not they are nowhere close to the caliber of a playoff team in the NFL. The unfortunate thing for the league and for NFL fans that enjoy watching the playoffs, and the fortunate thing for Bucks fans, they play in the NFC South because they're three and four right now. Does not mean that they are not making the playoffs and winning that division. Yeah. So. In a, in a sense, they're a very unique unique spot. They're not built for the playoffs or for any kind of real success. I don't know if they want to be built right now for any kind of real success because of the whole at quarterback position, whether it's Baker, Kyle, whoever it might be. But at the end of the day, this is a team that is if they have a chance to win and a chance to advance into the playoffs for whatever it's worth. So, I don't know. I... I would have loved to see Chris Godwin turn around just half a second early uh, or earlier <laughs> last night and catch that prayer of a Hail Mary and get, hand the Bills another bad loss to a bad team. All in all, though, yeah, that, that Baker, or that Bucks offense, it, it's it's not going anywhere. When Rashad White is your leading receiver yeah. on the night, seven he had seven for seventy. He was yeah. efficient. He had, a, he had a nice night. Rashad White was not bad last night. Dude. He's but he's not a he's not a great player. They don't have guys. They don't. They have Mike Evans, and Mike Evans needs someone that can hit him deep down the field. That's really what he specializes in. 
Um, also, real quick on the Bills side, how different is five and three from four and four for that team? That's that's like the, a world of a difference when you talk about their record. I mean, that's huge, and the fact that the odd thing is that, that they only scored twenty four points last night. And again, talking about the cover, like that the Bucks got that cover in the end with all the wonkiness going on. Not only did they cover, they were like they were half second away from winning the ball game. The Bucks were. <laughs> If Godwin yeah. turns around just a second earlier, the Bills lose the game. They, I don't think the Bucks were in control of that game for a second. Maybe for three plays when they stopped the Bills after scoring that Mike Evans touchdown and set up the Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. That's fe- the only time the Bucks had any momentum going that, in the entire game. That game felt like a Bills domination, and you're right. They almost lost. So the Bills are still weird. Shout out to Gabe Davis, though. UCF product, career best, nine catches, 87 yards. And a touchdown, so that was cool to see. Allie from Sales back to make NFL picks with us. But first, let's get that AC unit up and 